Welcome to the Travel the World podcast with Pearl and Earth. Tune in for the latest travel tips, interviews, and inspiring stories that will give you everything you need to know to travel the world, chase the adventure, and live your dream lifestyle today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Travel the World podcast. Now, in this episode, I interview Brian, who is a professional YouTuber, and he travels around getting all of these great uh, footage and puts it up on YouTube of his travels. And in this interview, we dive into the very specifics of how to create really good video content. If you're going out and you're traveling around and maybe you're just an amateur and you're just taking random uh, photos and video or maybe you really want to make some professional videos or maybe you are a YouTuber and you want to uh, you know, develop your skill set, this is a great interview for you to listen to because we really dive deep into it and we talk about all of the basics you need to have, we talk about how to develop a really good story, we talk about sound, we talk about equipment. So it's a great listen, especially if you're into that. So I know you're going to enjoy this interview with Brian. And of course, the links for Brian and myself and anything else mentioned in this episode will be in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. Until next time, enjoy. Hi guys. Today we're joined by Brian, who is the creator and host of the online travel series called The Travel Vlogger. Thank you for joining us today, Brian. Hey, thanks for having us. So, could you give us a quick background about how you came to start the Travel Vlogger series? Um, wow, that actually, I don't know if I can do it quickly, but I'll try as fast as I can. Um, I was working in hotels and resorts for a few years and moving up the corporate ladder, as they say. And uh, I don't know, I just, it wasn't really for me. So luckily I had some money saved up and I, uh, I bought a video camera because it was always kind of like, I don't know, kind of a, a dream to go and, and travel and make a small video to show other people how to travel cheaply, kind of travel on a shoestring. Um, so I, I bought a video camera and I bought a, a six-week uh, ticket to Spain and I was going to travel around Spain for six weeks and make a series of uh, video blogs about the trip and show people what to do and also how to do it cheaply. So I got to Madrid and I was there for two weeks and I'm filming nonstop and uh, as it turns out video editing was a lot more difficult than I anticipated. So. I basically spent the next, I'd say about year or two years learning how to edit. I mean, still traveling and, and going to new places and filming them, uh, but obviously not with the quality that I do today. Like, like anything, as you practice more, it gets better. After I learned for about two years, I uh, decided that I want to differentiate the videos I made in the beginning and started a new brand, and that's when I started the Travel Blogger, which I think was about three and a half years ago. So it was nice that like when I started the Travel Blogger, it wasn't like my very first videos were there. It was kind of like I already I had nicer equipment, uh, but still, I mean, if you go to the first videos in the Travel Blogger, you'll see a massive difference in quality from from then until now. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess that's the quickest way I can think I can explain yeah. it. Watching your videos, you know, it's very evident that there's a lot of love in your videos type thing. Like they're engaging and they're easy to watch, and um, which is definitely a skill that you have to, you know, cultivate. Lots of people have cameras now, and they always go out traveling and they take lots of footage. 
but sometimes it can be hard to create a nice slick you know two or three minute travel video of the place that you've been to um, would you give any tips for someone who's just sort of starting out about you know how to construct good travel videos um i think ultimately when i first started making videos a, a problem i noticed is i was i was trying to make them too complex i was trying to make trying to make it look like uh, a Stanley uh, Spielberg or something like that. And I was just, and what would end up happening is of course, you know, I'm not a Hollywood professional feature filmmaker. So what would happen is they ended up looking very bad where, and then one day I had this very simple rule and this is, I mean, no one told me this rule, but basically uh, I would watch my videos when they were done and it was my goal was to find one problem with the video that I didn't like. Um, and my goal was to fix that and make sure that that problem would never happen in the future videos. So instead of being like overwhelmed with, because for sure, even my videos today, uh, most people can't see things. But after I've seen the video 100 times, I can find 10 or 15 things that could be tweaked or could be better. But I always would came out with one thing, and one thing, for instance, would be like uh, sometimes when you're filming with DSLR and you shoot uh, fluorescent lights, whether it be in a city or you're inside, you'll see them flickering. That has to do with being the shutter speed. So what I would do is I just go and look it up how to fix it, and that's the great thing today. You can go on YouTube and you can learn anything. I mean, you want to learn how to well, I was going to say nuclear bomb, but that's a very <laughs> bad example. Um, but I mean, for instance. You, you can find anything and just type in the question. So, I mean, I have no formal training. I just kept practicing. Um, so, like I said, keep it simple. Generally, a very basic structure I start with is I make sure that my two to three minute videos, <clears throat> they have a, uh, an on-camera intro and an on-camera outro. And then what I can do is it leaves me very free to say whatever I want and match it with B-roll. Uh, B-roll is the secondary footage, you know, when there's narration and yeah, yeah. and you show something else besides the actual narrator. Um, so basically, you just have to have a hello and a goodbye, which really doesn't take too much time. I normally, when I'm somewhere, I go to the most popular or a very iconic building or church or landscape that says, this is, this is Rome. For instance, we were just in Rome. So I started my intro next to the Colosseum, which is like, the most iconic and if you were in Sydney you'd be next to the opera house or near the, the I forget what the, the bridge is called the, right the, there Harbour Bridge exactly yeah. so I mean if you were you know maybe have at least an intro or an outro there I normally change the location because it gives depth to the video um, and, and normally I keep the intro very short I don't mention who I am because you can do that with a scroll bar uh, and you really it's not important you know for me the travel videos are, are supposed to be just like, they're really more of a, a video guide and they're just to like get your appetite wet. My goal is to, to hopefully convince other people to go and travel the world. And my videos, I try and give just enough information that the person should still want to do it. If I give you all the information and share everything with you, then in, with the exception of physically being there, you've seen everything. Yeah. So I think you kind of want to give the highlights but not necessarily, you know, still leave a couple things hidden for the viewers that hopefully when they get there, their expectations are still, are blown away. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great advice. Yeah, I've definitely noticed, um, like when I was getting into making videos, 
there was always different things that I saw and I'm like, oh, I, I need to be more, you know, I need to project my voice more so the camera can hear me. And so, you know, in future videos, I always had sort of had that in my mind or I was like, oh, I really want to know how to add text to this video. And then I Googled that and found out. Um, but I think like a big thing, if people want to get into making their own videos and making engaging videos is just to get started making videos in general. So the more you make, like you just, you just pick up different things and then you can correct as you go. But if you're trying to make the perfect video your first time off, it never really works that way. Yeah, I mean, what I would tell someone that was literally starting from scratch is I would tell them not to buy anything. I would tell them to use, you know, if they had an iPhone 4S or better or, or even the Android equivalent, that to start with that, and if you are doing on-camera presentation, to be as close to the phone as possible with least amount of noise. You know, I mean, like you don't want to be in a very loud place because the obviously the microphone on the camera is not great on the camera phone. Um, and I would tell them to start something small, like how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. With I mean, how to make a Vegemite sandwich for my Australian friends. Um, and, and basically what you do is you, it shows you the different processes, you know, you know, if you really want to get into it and make it better and something that I do when I'm on professional jobs is I do, you know, I make a script, I make a shot list. Um, and then that it's very clear, oh, I need to get the shot of me putting Vegemite on the knife. Step two, put Vegemite on the bread. And then you just go down and you, as you get that shot or you're happy with that shot, you check it off. And then the funny thing is if you do it actually in chronological order, the editing process is super easy because then it's all there in real time. Now, that's not very realistic. I almost never do a full project like that. With travel, I find it's quite different. So with travel, generally, like I said, I do the intro and the outro, and you don't really know what you're going to expect when you go somewhere. And even though there's tons of information out there currently, it's all opinionated. You know what I mean? Someone could be a huge fan of hipsters, which of me personally I'm not. But for instance, there's like the hipster guy to this town versus the action adventure person or the foodie. Or you know, I mean, there's different different takes on everything. So I think you should always go to a new place, research it a little bit just to get a feel, but to, to just go and have fun. And to me, that's where I get the most interesting ideas, and that's where me as a traveler have the most fun is when I go with no expectations and just get lost and see where it takes me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that um, uh, when I get more into making video, you start to notice what shots are good. So after you've watched, you know, you've taken footage and then you're looking at it in the editing program and you're looking through and you're like, oh, that's sort of shaky or that doesn't really look that good on camera. And then when you're re-recording, like when you're recording the next day in different places like that, you start to see, you know, good opportunities to take footage. And you're like, yeah, that, that looks really good. I know that looks good because I've seen it. And so you just sort of develop an eye for creating good footage. Um, what have you found is footage that a beginner might not notice but really makes a video uh, pop or really makes it more interesting? Like... B-roll type stuff of water or different things like that. Um, you know, this this is obviously a, a very opinionated because there's there's many different styles, and, and I never want to limit someone's style and tell them that this is the way or that's the way. Uh, generally, I mean, you can start off with 
shooting today, especially short format videos, there's a lot you can learn from basic photography classes about comp composition um, and obviously shutter speed, when to use what, aperture, stuff like that is the most basic. And you can, you can find these. There's hundreds of thousands probably in almost every language in the world, these basic photography breakgrounds. And these will help you. That's a good place to start, and then you can play with different things. Me personally, uh, I like to show close-ups every once in a while, and that helps, I think, build the montage. And the montage is, is you know, what's different about video than photo, in case some of the people listening don't know the difference. What I think is really awesome about video is that you can actually implant an idea in someone's head based off of a series of imagery and music or, or background noises. You know, for instance, like if I show you a, a, a very close up of a foot on a bike pedal and a hand on the handlebar, you know that someone's about to ride the bike, even though you haven't seen the person and you haven't seen the bike. But you do these little things and it shows kind of like a preparation to the task about to happen. Uh, so, I mean, sometimes adding close ups. So, or another travel example would be like maybe I show a really cool door in Morocco and then, or maybe I start off with the handle and then I go to the door and then I go to the whole facade of the building. So it's like, it's the same thing. And the funny thing is, is, is you as a person while watching it might not notice the relation, but I promise you subconsciously you do. Like that's the crazy yeah. thing is that you not like subliminal messages, but you can actually, with a series of, of events, you can create a feeling, you know, like, a, you know, some movies are sad or some are, are funny. Uh, and normally how they happen is a series of events that they, they cleverly tell what they're wanting to. In a photograph, you can't do that. Like a photograph is just a still moment in time. So you could be like, oh, that's so beautiful, but you can't act, your mind is not normally processing and waiting for the next thing. It's just admiring what it sees. So that's something that you have to play with, but it can also be very complex. And it's also something you can go too far with. The key as being the video editor or the producer is sometimes I do these and then I'll have my friends watch it and I'll ask them if they understood it. Because you have to realize, of course, I understand it because I'm the person that put it together. So a lot of times you kind of have to walk away from your project and ask someone that is completely new to the, of the, of the video and get their impression. Yeah, I mean, and you'd be surprised. I mean, even if it's someone you're a good friend, they'll be like, uh, what did this mean here? And that lets you know that you didn't do a good job conveying the message. Yeah, like, especially when you just like, because editing usually takes a long time. When you're sitting in front of the computer for a couple of hours editing together a video, I've noticed you sort of start to lose, like, was, was that a good decision to make or, you know, do this or that? So I always, you know, wait until the next day to relook at it before I, you know, upload a video. Um, yeah, so it's definitely very valuable to, you know, to distance yourself um, before you sort of upload or, or finish your video directly. Yeah, and even in the end, like for me, even though I've, I mean, by the time the video is produced, in theory, I've seen it, I've seen the video maybe a hundred times. So the hardest part is the very end. At the very end, once you've made it a video, you need to watch it with like eagle eyes, looking mainly for, for errors. 
you know, sometimes a, a skip or maybe you miss the frame and it blinks to black in between two clips. Little things like that that go by super fast. And you know, once you've seen it a hundred times, it's very easy to stop paying attention to the video. But then it's like you've done all this work and then missed it. You know what I mean? So I feel like it, it's tough. But I, I like your idea about waiting a day to upload it because that allows you to walk away from it and come back fresh. I normally just watch it three times in a row is my goal, thinking that even if I do lose my attention span, I, I probably in the three times back-to-back -back see most of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, with structure, one thing I want to add is it's really good to have a story in your head about what you want to tell in a video. So, I mean, you, you can travel and you can just film everything and then you can put something together. But if you have um, sort of a structure in your mind thinking, oh, you know, it'd be really cool to shoot this sunset or, you know, I'm in this town, I want to create a you know, little, little clip about what this town's about, then you sort of have in your mind what um, shots you want to try and get or like you were saying with, you know, the door handle and then the door and then the building and it sort of leads them through a story that you're telling. And so when you have that in your head, it's a lot easier to remember to do those little things like, um, you know, get some close-up shots and get some far-away shots instead of just um, holding your camera up wherever you go and, and, and then at the end of the day looking at your footage. Uh, so I found that's uh, very helpful in terms of reducing the amount of editing you have to do and also creating a story so the video is engaging for people that watch it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good, it's a good point. Um, I'd say... For someone that's new, it might be harder. To, I mean, it's harder to say than to actually do because yeah. most people obviously aren't going to, I mean, they're going on their own vacation. So I think maybe keep it light and easy mm -hmm. um, and, and just like keep, keep it open. For instance, this project I just went on, I went to Rome and Florence and I was shooting for a company and I was only there for four days. So I did a little bit of research on Wikipedia when you travel and research the, the major uh, attractions. But even then, I, I didn't have a feel for the place until I was really there until the last day. So it was like, until the last day, then I was like, I actually had my script finished because I, I got to present what, how I actually felt about the place. And if you're going somewhere for the very first time, uh, I think it's very hard to do that or well, to do it honestly. To me, I think there's just, there's something lost in pre-planning the feeling of a video, a place you haven't been to yet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some easy ones might be Paris because obviously it's a, you know, a very cliche city, but even then you don't know how you are going to represent. And that's the thing I think. The reason why uh, YouTube and, and online streaming video, I think, is king. I've been saying it for like five years. But it's king because there's so many more voices, you know. And that's what's great is that even even on YouTube, there's, there's other travel vloggers that, like, I mean, personally, I don't like their style. But they have 50,000 subscribers. They found 50,000 people that like their style. I would say be honest and be true to yourself. And, and that's probably the best thing you could do. Even myself, normally I'm, I don't, I like to do a little bit more documentary style and a little bit higher quality uh, than the, the actual video diary or video blog style. But I think, 
I think the video diary style might be a little bit easier to start with because then you just basically, I mean, you could start off and just ask yourself the five W's, who, what, where, why, and when. Every time you get on camera, just go, oh, right now I'm in... Yeah, I'm in Australia. That's the that's the opera house, and then maybe a clip of you walking, a clip of your feet walking on the ground. Um, but that's the that's the cool thing is that there's so many different styles. There's really not a right way. Now, obviously, uh, it has to be entertaining to someone. But I think I think just be yourself. You know, in the beginning, and, and this is actually the most important thing I can say is have fun. The moment you're not having fun, you you won't be interested to edit the video. You won't be interested to, to make another video. Like, do something that you think would be fun. And, I mean, also don't go overboard. Some people get on and they're like, they want to be explosively outgoing. I think just be yourself and say things how you would. And, and, and do you have to do 10, 20 videos before you're ever going to find out if it's a success or if it's not. And even if it's not, it's not a, an excuse to stop. Uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a reason to maybe tweak or, or alter some things. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's wise words. Thank you so much for this, this uh, information, Brian. And thank you for joining us today to talk about this. Um, it's been great. If people want to get in contact with you to maybe look at some of your videos or to see more about what you're about, uh, where can they go to find that information? Oh, thank you. Hey, thanks again for having us. Um, basically, you can find us anywhere uh, with the travel vlogger with a V. And then you can also, on Twitter, we're just travel vlogger. Woo! Nice. Yeah, so we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are the are the main ones. Uh, well, I'm sorry, the main ones YouTube. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have videos come out sporadically. I don't do it like on every Tuesday or anything like that. Um, but yeah, definitely if, something we like to offer people is, for instance, if you are going to travel somewhere new, drop us a line, and we'd love to give you advice. We've collectively, both Yvette and I, we've been to over like 50 countries. Uh, I've lived in Spain, Costa Rica, and Colombia, so I, I'm quite familiar with getting around even in places unknown. So think of us as your free travel guide. We'd uh, love to save you money and, and make sure you have fun on your next trip. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, perfect. And um, if anyone wants to see more of my content, it's under Perlin's Adventure Blog on YouTube and Instagram and all of the social media platforms. And I'll put all of the links uh, for me and Brian underneath this video for easy access. So, cool. Thank you very much, Brian. All right. Time. Safe travels, everyone. Bye-bye.